doing? How we doing? It is another episode of Mindset Matters. I am your host, Jimmy Everts. I am joined by friend and realtor extraordinaire, Chris Soretto of Team Front Range. We're up in eerie, beautiful Erie, Colorado on a Friday morning. Thank you for having me, Chris. Oh, thank you so much for letting me be here too. I mean, this is, it's amazing. I was excited. I, I've, I've been wanting to talk to you for a, a long time. And so when you, when you messaged me that day and said, let's, let's chat, I was, heck yes, heck yes, I'll chat. So uh, I like to, to put people on the spot. So here comes the big pressure. So Chris Soretto, describe yourself as a kiddo. What kind of kid were you? Gosh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, growing up, I, I was very social. I'm, I'm, I'm the only child. Um, so I really had to be out there and talk to everybody and, and uh, just have as many friends as possible. Um, I mean, my mom would probably say I was kind of a pain in the butt. You know, <laughs> the best of us best are. Of, yeah. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Aurora. Okay. So yeah, um, actually Northeast Aurora. Um, my parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. Um, they're still there. So get a, you know, get that, all the old, you know, neighbors have obviously moved. Um, but it's so funny. Why, so why that neighborhood. Yeah. Heck yeah. So uh, only child, what did your parents do? So my, um, my dad's retired now, but he was, um, he was in the aviation business. Okay. So he worked, uh, basically he handled everything that didn't fly. So all okay. ground mechanical, I mean, very blue collar. So was he over at Stapleton at the time? He, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. And then we went over to, um, to DIA. I mean, all right. yeah. And then he retired, retired from there. Uh, my mom's, she's still, she's doing hair. She's uh, okay. Yeah. So okay. She's, um, in Aurora still. So did she ever have like the salon at the, at the house or was she always oh, no. going to a place? So all, all she would have it at the house too. And all yeah. of my friends, like she would cut yeah. all of my friends' hairs, all my girlfriend's hairs at the time, you know, just, Heck yeah. yeah, grow, growing Heck up, yeah. it was fun. Um, but no, they very, very just, you know, worked really hard. Yeah. Know? And I actually thought I was going to get into aviation, you know, which, which now like looking back, it's kind of like, Oh, well, I want to get my pilot license, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of go that route. But yeah, I went completely different, obviously. Okay. So. so as an old child, you said you, know, you were out making friends. What, what, did you enjoy doing as a kid? You know, were you outdoorsy? Were you, I mean, what was, what was that like? A lot of sports, um, okay. you know, very competitive, um, played, played a lot of sports, but nothing like you would think, you know, not softball or a baseball or football. I mean, I was, I was playing volleyball. I was playing soccer. Okay. Just doing, you know, other, other sports, basically. Um, I was in the music. I, I played the violin for a long time. So, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, how did, uh, I have to ask violin yeah. was, did either of your parents play or how did that come about? My dad did. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, second grade, I started playing the violin and all the way through high school. Okay. And then, uh, you know, right before college, I was like, ah, stop Down with which, the violin. I regret it. Yeah. You haven't, you don't serenade your wife <laughs> with the violin ever. I, I pulled it out one time. I'm like, okay. Lie. Yeah. To, to, and she, I mean, yeah, she wasn't, didn't. Oh, she thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I still I, have it. I was going to say, I mean, yeah. the ability to play an instrument, and especially as, as beautiful as the violin can sound. It's, I that. it was good. We were on this, um, the, it was, it's called the strolling string. So we would actually travel throughout high school to different, we'd play for like, um, like the set, you know, um, the Senate Congress, you know, co- Congress people, just po- politicians. There you go. Okay. Sorry. No, um, all good. Um, so it was cool. I mean, it was, you know, we traveled quite a bit doing it. I don't know. It was, yeah. Yeah. And so you were saying that aviation was kind of on the uh, visual. Would you say aviation was something like as a young boy, like your elementary school or, or was that no something you thought about as you were like high school years after? So, oh, even, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Even more, I would say probably in the last five years. 
honestly. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I always appreciated aviation, obviously, grow, you know, growing up totally. with it. I just, uh, you know, hindsight, going back, I wish I would have gotten my pilot license maybe, you know, when I it, it, early 20s or something, yeah. you know, just to... Because I, I, I find it I mean, random. Do you think Do you think about doing that now? Just getting your license so you can go up in a Cessna or something yeah. like that? So my wife actually, for my birthday last year, bought me a, uh, um, a so in Erie, there's Erie Municipal Airport. So there's a small air, airport here, right, where they do um, training and, you know, flight instructions, all that kind of good stuff. But um, she bought me a gift certificate to do it. So I just need to go do it. Jamie. Heck yeah. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. See, yeah. I like aviation is something that, or getting your pilot's license is something that, Anytime it comes up, I know I have interest in. N- not enough to where I've actually dove in, yeah. but anytime somebody talks about it, I'm like, that's a great that's idea. Good. And I yeah. see a lot of people in our industry, a lot, but there's a handful of people who like are going through that experience. Mm-hmm. I think it's very refreshing. So when you think about your, you know, kind of junior high, high school life, you're 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 playing some sports, playing some music, you're traveling. Uh, what was what was kind of on your your horizon. Were you the, were you the type that was like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out as I go. Or did you have, you know, I think it's always funny when we talk about, you know, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Right. None of us know, but what, what type of kid were you there? So uh, I was really into, I was kind of a nerd. I mean, as far as I'm as nerd as it gets, I, I get it. I respect it. Um, you know, computers, right. That's when computers really started coming up. And I remember, uh, you know, remember AOL, Right. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the first like chat rooms. Oh and like yeah. All that kind oh of yeah. Stuff. Heck yeah, I do. Um, but that's, so that really tuned me up for, I, I was into computers at the time. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I want to do more with computers. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether that's programming, whether that's, you know, just anything with it that I, I, I liked it, you know, like the gaming part of it too, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy waiting for the dial up to, you know, <laughs> to like the 15 minutes? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Guys, that's so funny. That's bringing it back, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. It back. Oh, yeah. Um, no, so that was, you know, I, I thought I was going to go into that field. And actually, you know, after high school, if you will, um, I was like, I'm going to go to school for, you know, computer management systems. So that, that's what I did and didn't do anything okay. with it. <laughs> but no, that's, I also think that's pretty typical of, of college degrees is that you, you get a lot of wood. What, what, I mean, I studied broadcast journalism. I, it's about as close to broadcast journalism as I get right here. Right. Uh, so after high school, did, yep. were you, it was next step college was next step work. So what, you know, what was right, right after, um, right after high school. Yeah, no, I went to college, but I worked at Sears during the, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was in, I was in London garden, Jimmy selling yes. lawnmowers. <laughs> yes. So, um, get your Sunday best on kids. That's we're right. Going to Sears. We're going to Sears. Um, so I worked at the Royal mall there. Um, so let me back it. So back oh, yeah. up real quick. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh yeah. So my first job, I was, I, I had my first job at 15. I worked at the zoo. Okay. This is one of my favorite stories. So just because like now taking my wife to my, um, and my kids to, to the zoo, it's like, I used to work right there. It's so cool yeah. to like see it. So I was in concessions, which I actually met a lot of cool people in that, um, during that time. That are, I mean, they're big lawyers now. They're. It, it was really cool that I stayed in touch with a lot of these guys from 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 the zoo okay. days. I call it. Yeah. Um, that was real. Good. So I worked in the concessions at fifteen, um, and then after high school, I started working at at Sears. So. How did you start the job at the zoo? How does a fifteen year old find a job working concessions at the Denver Zoo? Um, my our next door neighbor growing up, he was he ran the concessions for for the zoo, and he said, "Hey, oh, yeah. you know," and I had to have a work permit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
gosh, I think I made like $2 an hour. So I'm talking know? about <laughs> yeah. banking. Yeah. Wasn't there for the money. Right. <laughs> um, it, so it, it was cool. I mean, alert, you know, it, 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 I learned to appreciate a lot of things, you know, working there. Cause I, I saw all, all types of people, all different. I worked with all different types of people, you know, it was, yeah. it was really cool. And um, I have to ask, I mean, cause I'm an animal yeah. lover and I was raised by a woman that's basically snow white. Um, when you're like done with the job of concessions, mm-hmm. did you get a chance to be like closer to the, I mean, obviously I know the concessions job itself is not, you know, you're not caring for animals, but right. did that give you the opportunity to, to be maybe closer to some of these animals or see some of the things that, you know, your, your typical zoo visitor doesn't get a chance to see? Not really. I mean, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we were, I, if I remember, I, I think I was there during the Klondike and snow period. Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it brings it back to, okay. I know. So that could snow. Okay. But, so, you know, I think I, I remember specifically, you know, kind of like, you know, that time frame, Right. So, um, but no, we didn't get any like perks or anything. I get a, no worries. You know, yeah. But I imagine also kind of getting some responsibility and there like, you go. Yeah. I mean, would you say, what was your work ethic like when uh, you were hard, you know, hard worker, ne- never late, always on time. I mean, punctual. Okay. It was okay. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was something for me to do. I like, like I said, being around people, doing stuff. I just liked, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what a work-life balance was, Jimmy. I just knew work, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Um, do you feel like good. that was natural or something that, or combination of natural and something that your parents, it sounded like your your parents were hardworking and they were Very. after it. So you just kind of recognize that's, that's yeah, what life that's, is or how that, life is. It, absolutely. So I think it was a little bit of both. Um, and then, uh, Working at Sears, oh, sorry, I fixed that. Um, I mean, that was a fun job too. I mean, I got, I had, at least I got discounts, right? So I can. Electronics, I can. all that kind of good stuff. Um, but that taught me a little bit more of the, um, you know, because we we learned about margins and things like that too. Like, you know, if we were able to discount something, you know, it's kind of like, what, what? How much would they make? Oh, how much wiggle room? Ah, yeah. interesting. So okay, and then uh, so then I went to school for college for computers, right? Computer yeah. management systems. And then, so where'd you go to school? I went to, I went to Metro. Okay. Yep. Um, and here's a funny, another funny story for you. So right after college, um, so I was looking for a job and during that time I was on the newspaper. Okay. Right? So, oh yeah. yeah we went to the, oh yeah. So I, I, at, gosh, I was, I was living at this time. I was living in Cherry Creek. Um, <laughs> this is so funny. And I, I was looking for a job and I set you. So Tiffany and company. Oh yeah. Was iron for customer service. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I like Tiffany and company. Why not? Why not? You know, let's, I like the, the, the blue boxes. Right. Yeah. So ended up interviewing for Tiffany and company, got the job, customer service, nothing with computers. Right. Right. Um, and I, uh, so that's kind of like what catapulted my career where I'm at today was for Tiffany company. So, okay. Um, so I worked at, I worked in customer service. So let's say if you wanted anything, you know, if you wanted your, you know, your wife's jewelry cleaned or whatever, you bring it to me, right. If you wanted something engraved, you bring it to me. Um, anything like, like the sizing stuff, they all, there wasn't like a, we weren't bench jewelers. So we had to send everything away okay. basically. Okay. Um, but so I started like learning a little bit more of higher end clients, right? It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I, there was a sales position that opened up and so I, I had an interview for it and I got it. So I, then I started doing sales for Tiffany company 
And at that time I was selling, you know, the sterling silver, like the heart charm bracelet, oh, yeah. uh, you know, all that all okay. kind of stuff. Um, and then I remember always asking, so everybody would come in. I mean, people were throwing around, Jimmy, people would throw around money. Like it was going out of style, right? I can only imagine that, that company yeah. in that area. So, but I would always be one thing that growing up, I was always generally cur- curious about everybody. Mm. Right. So we, we have the saying in the real estate world, Ford, you know, for, you know, ah. family, occupation, recreation, dreams, right. If you truly are um, curious about somebody, you know, somebody's going to know, somebody, somebody will know somebody wants to sell real estate or vice versa. So fact. Um, so anyway, everybody would come in and they would spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on, on jewelry. Mm. And I would always just, you know, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, tell me what you do. Tell me a little bit about, about you, who you are. What, what do you do? Um, at that time, you know, this was 2005, 2000, no, 2003 to 2005. Um, credit card processing was huge. Okay. Yeah. The, the industry and, of credit and, card and, processing. And, yes. So okay. a lot of people were doing that at the time. Marketing was big. Okay. So credit card processing and marketing. Yep. And then, um, you know, obviously the doctors, lawyers, and then real estate, you know, actual real estate agents. So. Um, but anyway, so that got me thinking, right? So it's like, you know, one, mo- one thing that motivated me at the time, I mean, was money, right? Like I wanted, it's fair. yeah. So I was really curious how, you know, how these guys could afford, you know, buying all this. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but at the time too, our store director, um, he left, he, he left the company and went into real estate. And so he reached out to me. And was like, Hey, I, you know, I, 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 I seen you showed some interest in real estate. You know, I really need, um, some sort of an assistant, you know, would you be willing to do it? I'll pay for you to go get your license, you know, your school license, all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, you know, big jump, right. I mean, something I was, you know, making decent money, you know, and, you know, m- making the leap. And right? ballpark, you're what, mid, mid, late twenties. Uh, yeah. This time? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then I, so I did it and then went, went to, you know, at, at the time it was, um, Jones real estate college, you know, um, got my license, um, worked for him. So this was 2008. Okay. So this is right. Obviously yeah, best no time one, to get into no it. Everybody has hindsight, but nobody sees it coming at the time. Yeah. So, um, and it sounds that he, so he's, relatively new to the real estate industry himself yes and bring you in so you guys are both figuring this out together he was there a year before so he was he was an active agent for a year still new yeah Um, oh yeah however with his connections i mean he was getting at at that time he was he was landing like all the new construction like around in around cherry creek okay um i mean big luxury market these folks just like you have met him at tiffany company so fascinating okay um so he brought me on um Got, you know, got my license. So it was his assistant. Um, so some of the things I learned, so being in that new construction period, right. So, um, we were, and I say we, because, <laughs> um, they really leaned on me for a lot of things, but 150 South Madison is this, um, very French neglect looking building on Madison street, kind of like, well, Cherry Creek, um, uh, West basically. Um, it was, I, I, that's how I got my feet wet in real estate. Truly, it's okay. just, um, it was like kind of like the new home sales, if you will. Okay. Um, um, so went through that, you know, went through that process of being an assistant, learning the industry, 
um, shaking a lot of hands, you know, meeting a lot of people. What did your role as the assistant, like what did that first year or two look like? So I kind of got thrown in the mix a little bit, nothing. It, It was more so just, you know, going to events, meeting people, um, you know, adding in, you know, items and, you know, adding listings in MLS, um, updating, you know, changing anything there, photos, um, you know, buyer showings, yeah. you know, that, that kind of thing. Would you say, it, so you mentioned like going to events and meeting some people, were there periods of time where you're kind of out on your own, you know, figuring things out, but so you're, so you're working, but you're, you're kind of on an island figuring some things exactly. out. Exactly. That's the best way okay. to put it. Basically, I was on an island. Um, it, it, I needed more. I mean, honestly, like I, I needed something. I need a little bit more help of direction. Some more structure. Some more structure. So yeah. um, during that time, I had a really good um, college friend um, reach out to me. He's working for a, a, a private home builder. And he's like, hey, Chris, you would crush it being in, in new home sales. And I was like, all right, you know, yeah, let's, let's do it. So, um, I ended up working for this builder for a long time, actually. Um, but I started in Castle Rock. Okay. So in the meadows there. Yeah. Um, sold in the meadows for, for a long time. So it sounds like you're not, you're not afraid of, of new opportunities or leaving something behind that. I mean, not leaving it all the right. way, but yeah. it, it, taking a leap, taking a leap. And I actually read this book. Well, um, Steve Harvey oh, yeah. had a book jump. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's the best thing to, if I could say that to anybody, it's like, you know, don't be afraid to jump. Right. I mean, you're, yeah, that's how you learn. You know, that's how you grow. Um, you you know, it's okay to be reserved by all means, but you know, I'm not saying just go go quit your job today and you know, go go jump. But I mean, that's the mentality that I had because I, you know, I always want more. I always want the best thing, you know, for me and my family. Sure. Um, so you start with this company down in, in Castle Rock. Yep. Talk me through the first handful of months or first you know, year there. Let's- so talking about structure, right? So this is where, well, and I'll, 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 you know, get this off. No, so I am. Um, so I worked with, so my partner there was an ex-football player. Um, he, he played at CSU. He went and played at um, Arizona. Um, good dude. Such a good dude. Okay. Um, so he was my partner, very competitive, like just, you know, he, he did very well for himself. Right. So, but being with him, you know, obviously if you, if you're around people that are like-minded or want something better for you, you know, you're going to end up, you're going to do it. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. that's how it was with him. So he wanted me to be the best version of myself in sales. And he really coached me, helped me. Um, and we were great, great partners. Um, I, I outsold him a couple of times, which <laughs> uh, he would love a little that. competitive side. Yeah. Um, but it, so I started seeing the structure side of it and like what works, right. We're not, you know, um, but so I was doing well and then, um, they moved me from, from Castle Rock to Green Valley Ranch to open up a new community out there. So I yeah. opened up a new community. And I am interested to hear, I mean, what were, you know, what, when it, with this structure and the things you were doing, I mean, yeah. what were you, were there some moments where you're like, okay, this, this works or that yeah. works. I mean, what were some, some of those lessons? Well, so, I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's follow up, you know, it, it's, it, you can't just, when people come in the door. So the good part about being on home site uh, on, you know, on site is they always say there's a 30 year business comes from their marketing efforts, right? 
Um, a third of your business is coming from realtors and a third of your business is from your own. Okay. There. Um, but it learned to how to have the relationships with realtors and how, you know, this industry is very small. I mean, there's a, there's a, it really is. there's a lot though to, there, there, there's enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I had to look at it instead of competition as to how can we align ourselves and, you know, be partners Smart. instead of, you know, just being competitive and, and whatnot. Yep. Um, very smart, you know, but it was more so, I mean, you know, the database follow-up, I mean, that's, you know, if, do you feel like that, that stuff came once you had that structure, do you feel again that that came naturally to you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a natural work ethic? Cause I do, I, I think I'm fascinated that I was a, a very lazy kid. The light bulb for me did not come on until I was 25 or 26. If you okay. looked at me at 22, even the best man at my wedding called out how lazy I was in the Navy. Kyle, you know. Um, so, so to hear that the work ethic was always there, now you have the structure coming into place, and it just kind of starts tying together. Right. It makes a lot of sense. So um, so I ended up getting – so I, I got moved to Green Valley Ranch, and then they, I got moved again up to Thompson River Ranch. Okay. okay. So I love Okay. Yeah. Um, so during that time frame, um, I was still in sales, right? And my wife now, Morgan, um, was working in the closing department. And okay, that, this so, is where your paths cross. Yeah, this is where this is where we met. Um, and this, you know, this time frame. So this was about 2013, 2014. And I don't not to go too well. That's go a, a little back. You, yeah, you mentioned getting, and I, I I missed asking this. You got into the industry, you know, right in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, during that 08, 09, 10 period, I mean, was there a, oh gosh, you know, was this a good decision? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I, I failed. I'm, I respect I'm, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I, the, the majority of folks <laughs> in the industry at that point did. So, I mean, I get that. So, you know, that, that saying, you know, what I, I wish I would have known now what I know then, yeah. or, you know, um, I, I think it would be completely different, but you know, it adds to the story. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, this, the structure piece is what I needed okay. to be, to be successful. Um, so then I met, met my wife and then at that time we were in, I was in Cherry Creek. She was living in Westminster. Um, we ended up, uh, we ended up actually renting a, pro- a property and, um, uh, down on 40, 44th and Tennyson. Okay. Um, I got to ask who, who, who saw who first she's working to close oh, no. your sales. Who's, you know. My, my, Did you just keep visiting her office for some all, unknown reason? All the time. And the CEO used to just, he, he, so <laughs> he could funny. see it. Oh yeah. He would, oh, yeah. he'd be like, Chris, get back on site, you know? And there was, the, I just got to make sure that everything's going all right over I, here, yeah. sir. I was just turning in contracts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, the funny story is my, my business partner would tell you this too, that she could, cause she, I met her, my business partner, I met her at, at this builder too. Um, anyway, that, guys would be lined up at the desk, you know, and I, and I ended up, <laughs> I won it. So, okay. You okay. Yeah. You yeah, won, won, I won it. it. I won, I won. I got, he had the highest bid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, I did that part. Uh, so how long this is, you, you meet her in 2013. Yeah. 2013. When, when did, uh, no, 2013. Sorry. Yeah. When did she come to her senses and realize like, okay, this is the guy. Well, when did you, you guys know, actually start dating? Persistence works. It's right? a follow up. It's a follow up. I mean, 100%. Was Morgan in your CRM? She was. She's like, she got all the. She's getting emails. Emails. Want to go to dinner? Oh, I would not stop. <laughs> Jimmy, she 
It's finally, she said yes. I mean, she finally said, no, you know what it was? I think it was the, it was the Dirks Bentley concert. It was, it was in okay. July. Um, I got tickets and, um, I asked her and she said, no, asked her again. No, I kept asking her and finally she's like, okay, I'll go to this concert, but it's nothing serious. It's like, you know, okay. Jimmy was all over after that. Truly like okay. we never, we, we, um, we, I mean, I don't think we never spent like a day apart after that. Okay. Now that you have been together and now that I'm sure she can talk to you about her initial, <laughs> like, was she playing hard? Did she have interest or was it? She did. Okay. Uh, she, 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 she just, did. she wasn't going to. Yeah. Yeah. She was. I imagine when you're, when back. you're working with somebody, you know, you want to make sure. Cause that can go, if you, if you start dating somebody at work and it goes wrong, then that can really throw some wrinkles well, and things. So, and you know, it was so funny that, um, our, our CEO and we're, I'm still really good. I, we're, I'm still friends with, with, with the CEO. Um, but he, we would be in meetings and he'd, he would always just make fun of everybody that, um, cause there were so many relationships that happened, you know, they you know divorces, yeah. marriages, all that kind of stuff. It was just so funny. Um, but he always give me, give me crap. But, um, so then we ended up, so we we're living in, in, um, in, in the Highlands. Right. Okay. So I got, so that time I was driving to Thompson river ranch. So it's a hall. Yeah. So, and they were building a new community in Erie. So okay. then I was like, let's, you know, let's, let's build a house in Erie. So that, that was what made us move to Erie. And then I got promoted and then I had to go back the other <laughs> way. Where, uh, where, so you're, you're working up in Loveland. Yeah. Where was she? She was at corporate. So she was in Denver. Okay. Yeah. So in Denver. So, but she was okay with moving up to Erie for you to be closer. Was that? So we had, so at that time, so this is 2004. So this was 2014. Cause we moved in Erie in 2015. Uh, there was nothing here. Okay. I mean, really there yeah, was, I was going to say, yeah, there and we're very used to, we're foodie, we're foodies, you know, we're, we're, um, we, we like wine. We like, you know, entertain, yeah. we like to be around people and we're giving up a lot, right. To go here. But yeah, that's think, a drastic change at the, especially at the at time. time. And you know, the, the goal was to have kids and you know, that kind of thing and do the bourbon life, you know okay. what I mean? So yeah. uh, that, that was just an opportunity and we were able to get it, you know, into the, you know, one thing about new construction is, you know, you, you want to be in before anybody else, because then you're going to build the most equity, that kind of thing. We'll yeah, talk about that. But, um, so there was an opportunity, we took it. And then, I mean, so then we moved in there and I, I got promoted. So I actually saw her more cause I was down at corporate a lot. Okay. So we worked well, we truly worked well. She would, she would do so great in this industry, Jimmy. I keep trying to tell her to do it, but, um, <laughs> What does she do currently? She's she's stay stay at home. She's still she's got the okay. toughest job. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. no doubt, no um, doubt. Okay, yeah, no. So she 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 stay at home. So, and then so during that time, um, you know, we had a really hard time. We got married, right? So we got married in 2016. Okay. Um, we tried for two years to have a child, and it was you know I, I, probably the toughest two years, you know, mentally you know, for us, um, you, you know, and then we, we were going to go the, um, you know, the, 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 oh my gosh. When in vitro, is that yeah, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, IVF. you're okay. IVF. I, yeah, IVF. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, we were gonna go the IVF route mm-hmm. and, um, we, uh, I just told her, I said, look, you know, I got at this time I, I got out of the, the builder, um, into real estate, which I'll talk about in a minute, but yeah. I just told her, I said, Hey, look, you know, I'm doing well right now. Just 
quit your job and, you know, let's see if this works. And you mentioned that as we were walking back from coffee, that, that discussion, I, I, is it fair to think that when you initially bring it up, that would eventually the stress comes off, but initially did that increase the stress, you know, walking away from job? I mean, you did, you did say sometimes you got to take that jump. Yeah. I mean, was that, it was scary. It was well, cause she had, you know, she had steady income. I mean, it was like, you know, there's, you know, we were two, two income household, right. Mm-hmm. Going into mm-hmm. one income household. So yes, I mean, there's, there's that, that, you know, it gets a little scary. We, we did it, but Jimmy, I tell you in 30 days, you know, we found out that we were pregnant. So That's crazy. It's uh, it gives me chills to, to, yeah. to, to this day about it. And it's really, you know, talking with a lot of people, um, we, um, there's a lot of people that has been through that journey before and that you didn't know, you know, yeah. unless you, unless it, you ask, but, um, did you, I think you might've mentioned, was there, as you're going through that experience, is there a clock where you're, where you start placing limits on yourself? If we get to this point, we're not going to try anymore. Or if, I mean, or is it you're in like, no matter what? Well, so I, if last route would be in vitro if that didn't work i think you know we would have adopted or something we okay. wanted some sort of family one way or another one way or another you're gonna find a solution yep okay um so now i'm gonna back it in a little bit oh yeah okay. by all means man so i um so during that time my my co my um my partner Kristen, she's amazing by the way um she left the builder years um this was a few years ago uh, before I left. Um, and we were just chatting. And so we do a lot of business with, with builders, with new yeah. construction. Yeah. So she, um, she's down South and I'm obviously up North. So she's like, you know, Chris, I, it would be great if, you know, when you're ready, whatever, you, you know, you, if you come on, you know, as an agent and you handle the North, I'll handle Makes the sense. South split and let's just, you know, divide and conquer and all that kind of good stuff. Smart. So, during that time, now talking about the jump, right? So I'm I'm in management, um, I, you know, I, I'm making good money, right? Talking about the leap of making, you know, great money right. to, oh my god, like what's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, you're on your own. Yeah. yeah. So that that took a leap of faith, and truly, I I listened to Steve Harvey's jump about 19 times. <laughs> And you're the the sole income earner no, at no, that point. No, no, no. Morgan was still working at, okay. at the builder. Okay. Yeah. So I'm jumping not, back. Not the, sorry, oh, no, no, no. no. You're, you're perfect. No. And that's not to say that it's still not stressful. I just didn't right. know if if it was the, you know, all all or nothing situation. No. But no, that's. So. Um, so you're walking away from a from a healthy living. Yeah, healthy living. And some a solid foundation. Absolutely. And you're taking. Yeah. I mean, before, a leap. A leap. And then, you know, we had. We had health insurance, we had 401k, and we had everything was already set up, right? So how did, uh, and and, I mean, obviously you you and her have created a family and a life and all these things. What was the conversation like with Morgan when she, when it got brought up? She, I mean, she's the most supportive person in my life. And she told me, she said, you know, I will, whatever you decide to do, I I, I have your back. We'll figure it out, Chris. And that's like, I mean- God, I, I feel like I won the lottery with her, but um, because it, it's always I we always like you did, brother. I did, heck man. yeah, I did. What's heck that yeah. song that uh, um, I married up and she married way way? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, heck yeah. Anyway, so I get all you know teared up about that. Um, 
so I made the jump and you know what? And so this was 2018 and my partner and I crushed it that year. It was great. Um, but we could not get pregnant. And that's when I was like, you know what, Morgan quit your job. Let's go. And okay. And that's when, so that's when that happened. You know, I, w- one of the things that there's, there's a lot to love about our industry and there's a lot to love about the, the things that it allows us to do. And the, and the fact that you were able to build something and it allowed your family to, to take the steps it did is, is pretty remarkable. And and I will tell you having, and we were, we were talking about this a little bit and I'm after having your first, right. Um, it, it did, it, it motivated me. It motivated, it motivated me to do better at work, better as a human, better as a father. It just, it, having a kid changes you. I mean, I believe you, it. Yeah. I, so I have to ask, I got I to backtrack slightly. You've been, the two of you have had this, this pursuit, this desire. Uh, how do you, how do you find out you're having a baby? So we, well, so we are, this is so funny. Um, so we're, we're heavily involved in St. Jude. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Morgan and I went to visit the hospital um, in February of 2000, 2016. Um, and so we're out there and we get back and she just takes a test. She doesn't feel right. You know, she's like, no, doesn't feel right. And she just, she looks at the test. Jimmy, she just starts bawling. I believe it. And I'm just like, what, 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 what's happening? <laughs> and, uh, you know, she, we, we, we find out and we're just like, you know, we're, we're ecstatic and, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, finally. And because, you know, there was a couple of times, a few in, instances that it, we thought we were and we weren't. Yeah. Kind of so, yeah. Um, it, you know, it was really cool to, we were, we were excited, man. Heck yeah. Heck um, yeah. And then we found out we were having a girl and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a girl dad. Um, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Uh, and you came up with one of the, the best girl names. <laughs> I, I told you, I love the name Luca Yeah, and I absolutely love the name Luca for a girl. But you said the two of you landed on that like pretty much right away, right, right away. We always had that. Um, and, and for a girl, not, for a girl. it wasn't one of those, it doesn't matter if it's boy or girl, we're going to name it. Luca. Yeah. No, it was just for, for a girl. We had a bunch of different names for a boy. But no, as soon as, and we it didn't even we didn't blink an eye. We said, "Yeah, Luca, that yeah, was it." So good, yeah, so good. Um, she's uh, having kids, man. Woo. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So I I do want to hear about that. When, when you you mentioned you know you you have, you have a child, you're going through. So you're, I got to kind of think through this. So you are operating your business. You and your wife become parents. Uh, it's not as though you have a small business to operate. You know, you've done, done some things. Um, talk me through the first, and this is almost a selfish question because I'm two months into fatherhood. Talk me through like the first six to 12 months of dad and, and business. You know, how, how are you managing so, that and what are some of the lessons you're learning? So the, so the going back to the point where I need to structure, right? Yeah. So what I, what I know now, you know, if I wouldn't have known then, um, before, you know, when I got in real estate in 2008, I, I would be a much different place, um, in the, my real estate career. But so knowing what I've learned in the builder world, meaning like the structure piece of it, what you need to, you know, your 30, 60, 90, like what everything you need to do in order to, to 
run a business on that, you know, like performers, like, you know, gross profits, just thinking as, you know, uh, you know, thinking of as which conversions, all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so during that time, we actually moved our small brokerage to Keller. So we went to Keller. Okay. Um, Cause we wanted, so you had your, did you have your own prior to that? Yeah. We just had our, it was just okay. front range realty. Um, okay. Yeah. So then, um, moved over to Keller. So then we started a team, you know? So then, uh, we were like, well, let's, let's do this thing big. <laughs> kind of big like just, <laughs> that's, anyway. that's a very real estate thing. Oh, that's- it was scary. And then having it, but I think the motivator was for me, for me, it was, it was Luca. Yeah. Um, and so Kristen and I, we, um, you know, we, like I said, we've kind of split up the North and South. Um, we started a team, we started hiring agents. We started, you know, hired an admin, started hi- hiring marketing coordinator. How old roughly is Luca at this time? She's almost four. Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, as oh, you're this, doing I'm this, sorry. as you're doing, as you're so working on the Morgan, team. Morgan was still pregnant. So okay. now then soon. And so, so you're taking all taking this on. on. Okay. It was a lot. Yeah, it was that's heavy. It was heavy. I'm putting myself in your shoes right it was now. So heavy. I'm getting sweaty, folks. You can't see me. Okay. Um, and what is again? As you know, I know that that Morgan is. You know, you're a team and you're supportive. I, I mean, what is you're doing all of these things, getting ready to have a baby? Yeah. I mean, is she like go get it, baby, or is she like, hey, like, are you sure? You know, no, I, no, she's no? she's yeah, she because like I said, she always she supported. knows you can handle it. Yeah. Okay. And it's. It was a lot. I mean, it was I bet, a, you know, I bet. Um, it, but, it, but then when, you know, we had the support to, you know, we had that support with our team too. So, um, and your relationship, I mean, so you've had relationships with, with, I'm, I'm assuming several builders, I mean, from the earliest days, how has that, uh, how has that evolved? So it, it, I always go back to my first, when I first got my real estate license, being on that 150 South Madison project, cause that was a new construction. Um, I mean, that was like kind of my feet wet. Right. Yeah. And then knowing, so it, it, I mean, it's always good to wear different hats, right? I mean, don't be a a master of everything, you know what I mean? But you know, at least know enough. Um, so when I was working for the builder, I, you know, I knew the why, why behind everything, you know, why, so why can they not discount this house or why, why is there a promotion for this house and not this house or, um, you know, why is it important to close this month and not this month? You know, that, so, so you had eyes on, on margins and costs and all of those things pretty early exactly. on. But so because of our relationships and the, and then that same thing, the real estate world is small. The new home building world is small. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't, you never want, I, we worked, we tried really hard to make sure we didn't burn any bridges. We stayed friends with everybody. Yeah. Um, but those relationships that I met in the building world, you know, they're, a lot of people transferred to different builders, right? Makes sense. So when they're at another builder, you know, I, I have my, uh, on my dial speed dial, I can call them and say, you know, how can we help you? You know, how, how, yeah. can, how can we help, you know? So, but we do a lot with, with, with builders now. That's okay. our, that's kind of like our, our niche, if you will. Yeah. So. And, and I did want to, I want to dive into your mindset. So things you do, and certainly the family while we're on the topic of new build and, and you and I had kind of touched on this ahead of time um, in the market we are in uh, new build construction is, is fascinating. It's, it's almost to the point where I was seeing on a national average that uh, 
New builds are almost the same cost as existing homes. It's getting closer than it's been in a long time. A long so I want to talk about what, what you're seeing in that space. So um, right now, a lot of builders, not a lot, a few builders, um, their fiscal year is ending. So a lot of them end in November. Okay. So, okay. So that's what we're seeing now. So specifically, I'm just here in this market here, Yeah. Um, the one of the biggest competition is new construction. Yeah. And it's when you're resale. So it's not just new construction of existing, it's new construction versus new construction. Absolutely. Okay. And you have, you know, you have one builder that's trying to meet some deadlines and their, their numbers for fiscal year. I mean, they're heavily discounting a lot of things. And then, you know, I believe it and, and have to, the numbers don't make sense if they're not right. And you know, with the interest rates, you know how they buy the pool of, of mm-hmm. money and they're able to, to really um, give a really good interest rate. I mean, how can, if you have a house that's, 400,000 against a house that's 400,000 with interest rate of 4% and you have the other interest rate at almost eight, how can you compete? Right. 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 So that's what we're seeing. And, and in your experience, how is that, um, when we, t- when you think about a, a large builder compared to the, the smaller builder, um, how, how is that, is that, do you feel like that's shrinking the smaller builder opportunity? Absolutely. Well, so you're, you were also seeing, yes, answer your question. Absolutely. But a lot of other builders now are going away from larger houses and they're going more vertical. They're going okay. smaller, more houses. Building more lots. affordable mm-hmm. homes. If, if we if, can use the term affordable exactly. in this world. Um, which, okay. Which is hard because, you know, in our, in our industry, a lot of, we went to um, a meeting with an economist and he said, I think majority of the people have at least 50% of equity or something in their house. Yeah. Right. So how, you know, if they want to move up, then yeah, where's that where's opportunity? That, yeah. Where's that opportunity? So it's, interesting. it's interesting to see that, you know, they're trying to get their margins down to make money. Do you feel that, uh, in, in your experience with, you mentioned the fiscal year ending. So what in your opinion occurs in December, January, February, so, well, that pool of money is going to be gone for, you know, because they have a certain timeline to use all that money for the interest rates, right? right? Everything's going to go back up. Okay. So you're going to see. You're going to see it for a period of time and then, yeah. okay. So, I mean. So it is, it is. I, I mean, I joke, we're not, a, we're not in the car sales business, but this is a, a specific example yeah. where it is kind of like the Memorial Day sale and after this. It's, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, but yeah, I think, but then typically, you know, the market changes, you know, January 1, right? kind of Absolutely. that reset button, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's interesting to see these. So talk to me about how you, I mean, you have work ethic, structure, desire. Talk to me about how, and you mentioned the motivation standpoint, but I want you to dive into how fatherhood and you're becoming you know, the patriarch of, of a family. How has that impacted how you go about things and, and some of your goals? So, you know, family being a motivator, right? Um, it's just, we want the best for our family, right? I think a lot of people, most people would say that. Um, but it's leaving a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, I was talking to my, my, my daughter, you know, she's three and a half. She's using tie downs. I mean, she's like, she's using, you know, oh, this is great. Right. You know, just like <laughs> I can see like this little salesperson coming out. And I'm just like, she's going to be, she's going to just kill it. You know, I just want to make sure that, cause this world is crazy, man. I mean, it's, yeah, it it's, you know, and, and 
they're going to, they're going to have a hard time. I feel like, so we want to make sure that we can, you know, leave that legacy for them and, and have some opportunity. It truly. makes a lot of sense. I like the fact that you acknowledge the fact that they will, our, our kids will likely have a much more challenging time uh, than we did just in, in the, in the climate of the world, right. as opposed to the viewpoint of all of these entitled kids drives me nuts. Um, does it get you excited? I think, I think a lot about our industry when you see someone who, um, like their parents were in the business, not necessarily that, you know, your kids or my kid will, will want to follow in our footsteps, but is that, does right. that kind of stuff like, did it ever cross your mind? Oh yeah. Like passing on just this monster that she, yeah. you know, handing the ball off and let her carry it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, both, I, both kids. Both. Well, and I, I, like I said, I think I, Ren is our, our one-year-old. I think she is super athletic or already. So <laughs> one-year-old. <laughs> um, I can see her like she's already dunking. Oh yeah. Is, when you say I, I, I'm I'm a novice, I'm two months yeah. in. What does a athleticism in a one year old? What does that look like? Well, I mean, she walked early. She um, she's very her hand and eye coordination. I mean, she can almost catch catch a ball. I mean, it's okay it's crazy. Okay. Like a, you know, not like a you know just a like a small little basketball. Um, Luca didn't crawl. She just walked, but it took her like you know it, it was like. Um, a little what, 14 months or 15 months. So we're okay. just carrying her everywhere, you know, but that's where I can tell she's Ren's more athletic um, than Luca, but Luca is very social. She she's, I can see myself in, in, in how she is right now. Heck yeah. So how did, uh, how did Luca take to becoming a big sister? She enjoyed it at first. <laughs> now it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's more so just sharing the time with yeah. mama. I mean, honestly, that's, she, she gets jealous. And you mentioned Luke is very mom attached. She is. So, okay. Yep. I always say, um, Ren's my mulligan because like everything I learned with Luca, <laughs> like I finally like, that's you know, fair. yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm still at the phase where like the baby's sleeping and I gotta, I gotta poke her every now and again to make sure she's breathing. <laughs> yep. I mean, yep. so, so you learn, yeah, you mean you learn a lot. And then you take that, what you learned and right. Um, but no, no, she's, uh, she, she loves her sister. Um, every morning she's like, I have to go wake her up or not wake her up. I, we, let's go get her. You know, I want to come with you. And it, it's cool seeing that, but I mean, she just talking about the meltdowns and you know, just the fussiness. It's just, Oh my okay. goodness. So I've got a lot to look forward to. I'm, ta- I'm taking notes. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how let's, I want to dive into your mindset a little bit. Um, and with all the responsibilities you have, uh, what are some things that you do, whether it's on a daily, weekly, monthly, what, what are some things that you do to just kind of keep yourself on track personally, professionally, just feeling good about the direction you're going? So in the morning, when, when I especially come to, so we're in our office right now, right? So, mm-hmm. so I need my, my space. This is my space. This is where I know that if I, if I time block, yep. you know, from, you know, 9am till 11pm or 11am, 11 p.m. You're right. 11 p.m. Don't yeah. get it, no, Dad. No way. That's, that's way over. <laughs> um, you know, that's my, that's my, I focus. I get that. Whatever I need to get done, I, I need to do that. Um, you know, <clears throat> my, my biggest goal is to get out of production at some point. I love what I do. I love being, you know, with, with everyone. But, you know, I, at some point I want to get out of production. And so it's really just doing those things and giving more, responsibility to some of our other agents to mm-hmm. you know, help out and that kind of thing to, to get us there. Um, you know, cause my, their success is my success and vice versa. Right. So, um, we, I wouldn't be here without them. Um, you know, I, we love our team and, but it's truly, it's, it's just, 
I mean, we dive into our database, Jimmy. Heck yeah. You know, and just. I respect it. Yeah. And just schedule. Um, <laughs> and then as far as you and Morgan, how, and, and I, again, I can imagine parents of a four-year-old and a one-year-old time is limited. Mm-hmm. Um, how do the two of you first, how do the two of you enjoy time with the kiddos? So we have, so early morning, so our kids get, wake up at seven, right? Okay. So bet- between seven and nine, that's kind of our family time in the morning. Um, our, our oldest goes to preschool. So then she goes to school at that time, which is, you know, nearby here. Um, and then it's literally like after we put the kids down, then it's our time. Okay. So, you know, that, that chaos, you know, it's, it's organized chaos. Kind of deal. When, and I would imagine every now and again, not all the time, but you and Morgan get like date night. Do you get, like oh, no, any Jimmy, no. Okay, we need to do better. Oh no, I have no, no zero idea. I don't think that's do better. You got a four year old, no, a one year old. No, you but know? we we talk about all the time, and I and I even I took this. Can I ask what what uh, what stops that from occurring? Do you think it's just it? I don't. No, truly, there's nothing stopping it. We just don't. We don't do it. Like I don't make time because you're in. It does. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in. Yeah, because I would imagine right now you're in the things. We're in. You've got. You got to think. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's not. It's not like you have time to. You're not laying back with hours of time to to think about. It. So this is, so, but it does sound like you you get some time at at night for the two of you to, mm-hmm. to enjoy. What um what does that look like? So we we love wine. We're big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have you know a lot of friends nearby too. So we try to take. Um, a lot of times they have to come over to yeah. us, right? Yeah. Um, but we we make. It's so funny. We, we, we make time for our friends, our family, that kind of thing. We seem to do better making time, her and I. I respect um, the fact that you would share that. I th- thank you for sharing that. I think, we, you know, sometimes we have w- one of the things that I absolutely love about doing these uh, podcasts is hearing of people's successes and also their, you know, their vulnerabilities, the, the real stuff about their life. Um, you know, whenever I talk to someone and, you know, you, we, we see so much, uh, edited versions of people's lives, you know, that they're up at a specific time. And it's like, you know, they, somehow they have their, their six month old child trained in a certain way. And it's, yeah. it's BS. We all have, there's something that we'd like to, to see right. better in our lives. Absolutely. Every one of us. Well, and that's, we, it, uh, I, I took this class for, uh, ba- setting boundaries. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, turning your phone, we know whatever that is for anybody, but you know, is it like during, you know, I feel like I work seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you know, it, I need to do better at setting boundaries too, right? Setting expectations with clients, that kind of thing. It's like, you know, this is my, this is me time. I need some me time. Do you give yourself a day? So I, I've been starting to do Sundays actually. That's Yeah. Just um, family day. Um, I mean, you've been in this industry fifteen yeah. years. Gosh, and yeah. and boundaries. I mean, and again, this is this is fascinating because I think this is one of the biggest challenges of our industry is that especially early on, we're we're kind of taught that someone's going to answer the phone and someone's going to do right. this, so you have to be the person who does it. And then it seems like there's a point for the most successful, or, or I should say, happiest of us. It might not even be successful necessarily, but that there's, that's kind of one of the biggest steps is determining, you know, people can call me up to this time of day or up to this weekend. Do you and Morgan, when you have conversations about that, is that kind of a, a struggle there? It is. And you know, cause I, 
I went to this, this class and I was so excited about this setting boundaries class. And I went and told her, right. I was like, this is what we're going to do. Like, all right, five o'clock, you know, that's, that's going to be, <laughs> I, I have appointments a- after five, right. You don't want to say you're, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, so yeah. I have a, I have appointments after five and no one's going to bug me. And then what happened at five o'clock, the phone rings and I'm working. Yeah. Right. And she's like, what happened to this? You do with this. You were so excited about it. You know, I, I need to practice what I preach kind of thing. So it's hard. It's hard. But I, I need what? to do better at it. I mean, I think, you know, my, uh, my wife being in the industry and me being in the industry, um, she takes, she's on the phone more. I think the real estate side tends to be, I, you know, oh, yeah. on the lender side, we might get, somebody might fire off a text to us at eight o'clock at night. It's usually not a phone call. Um, my wife is routinely on the phone at eight, nine o'clock at night. And this occurred after we had the baby. And, and I'm saying, I mean, this is where I, I, and I, I specifically think with children is when you really under you start, you start to sense these boundaries a lot more than, you know, it's just the two of you and right. somebody has to take a call at nine o'clock, it's whatever, like whatever. Yeah. No, it's like, what happens if baby has a meltdown uh, or, or the limited time you have? So, I mean, I, I can understand that. So, you know, I, time management, yeah, I go back to that. It's just at the end of the day, you know, it, Life is life goes quick, man. Right? I mean, yeah. it's just I don't know. I there's things that we can all do better on, and for me, it's it's definitely making that time for my family at dinner time. You know, at least put my for, for an hour. You know, anything, just put that phone that. away for an hour. Um, so that's one thing I'm working on. We're working on that. Working on taking my my wife out to dinner. No, <laughs> that's fair. A little date what, night. Uh, what is something that has got you excited right now? What's something that's got you jazzed? So, man, I must tell you, we just sold our house, Jimmy. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm excited Another for jump. that next step. You you jump. <laughs> I, I, like I respect it. Like you practice what you preach. Um, the, I'm excited for that wherever that might land, might land us. So we're not, you know, not, nothing is, is in rush. We're every, you know, we're we're. I'm just excited to see where that goes. I can sold the house and just kind of waiting for the for the right opportunity for absolutely. And do you want to? You mentioned do you want to do you want to build? Do you want to find something? I mean, what? Or are you kind of open to? No, we're open to yeah, either whatever's best, whatever's best. Yeah, okay. Um, and I got to ask, you're staying with you're staying with her folks briefly. <laughs> yes. This is going to be like, shut up, Jimmy. Shut up, Jimmy. How? Um, no, um, yeah, staying with in laws for, <laughs> yeah. for for the time being. For the time being, yeah, no pressure. How's no, that going? It's it's actually good. It was it was hectic at first. Now we're uh, we're Heck good. Yeah. We're good. So they, and, they, they live they, they live three blocks from us. So Heck yeah, yeah. And I imagine. I mean, they got to love. They get the grandkids and they, they do time with that. Yep. So now we, um, eventually we'll, you know, we'll want a house kind of like, I mean, the easiest way to describe what we're looking for would be like a, like a next gen home of some sort where, mm-hmm. you know, like an ADU or something just where it, if we had to have our family, you know, yeah, that opportunity is there. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would, uh, a couple, couple questions to, to wrap with, yeah. if you will. Sure. Um, First, if there is something about you that you just really hope that the, the people that know you and are around you know or get about you, what would that be? It would be, I, I, I truly care about people and generally curious about them. Believe that. Believe that. And last, and this is, this is my favorite, and I like asking this of parents, especially now that I am a parent. <laughs> 
uh, certainly your kids are going to take on some of your, you know, your qualities, your traits, good and bad of you and your wife. If you could magically ensure that one of your qualities was passed down to your children, what quality would that be? Punctuality. Being punctual. Okay. On time. I respect that. I'm feeling guilty right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the best three to five minute late person on the planet. Okay. Okay. I respect it. Nice. I respect it. Heck yeah. Um, and I got to ask, cause you have, you have a lot to your story. I want to make sure we didn't, we didn't miss anything that yeah. you want to make sure we recover anything important to you, anything that we haven't. Gosh, no, just, uh, I, I think one thing that I learned in this, in, in this industry is, um, to take care of other people and, you know what, to, to, and to, to give a little bit too. So I, it was, you know, St. Jude's near and dear to our heart. And it started when I worked for the builder, when we built the dream home. Um, but it, it's, it's being involved in something bigger than yourself kind of thing. Yeah. I want to pick your brain about that. Cause St. Jude has always been something on my, on my radar. Uh, and that's interesting that, and you actually took a trip out to the, we've been in the hospital, hospital, yeah. we visited the Very hospital. Cool. It, it, and it, it was cool. It was, it was cool to actually be in there. You would think it would be sad and depressing. It wasn't. Yes. Very cool. Chris, I appreciate you taking the time for me. Today, Thanks man. so much for having Thank me, man. I've really enjoyed it. So. Heck yeah. Thank you. Heck yeah. It's Chris Serretto, Team Front Range here in Erie, Colorado, handling north, south. We get every, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. His contact will be in the comments. This is Mindset Matters. I'm your host, Jimmy Everts. Until I hear you next time, peace.